Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. I don't know that term. Badass inbound? Is inbound like Inbound means like it's coming like in route. In route, inbound. Okay. My my fat ass is inbound. Sorry, Nana. <laughs> That's what we were just talking. Eileen's about. gonna help me out. We were talking about little titties and little ass because I was <laughs> telling Eileen I wanted to film like a a rebounding video last night and I tried, but the the tots were flying. And I felt like it was a very sexual video, even though that was not the intent. I was bouncing and <laughs> jiggling around, but the little titties were still looking cute and it was slightly sexy. And I was like, all right, well, keep that one in the back pocket for a rainy day, but not tonight. That's what I, my doctor straight up, he was like, do you want um, these things or do you want like, you know, so I said, I want what I was in high school, but I was contemplating. So I'm like, oh, I can get a bee sting breast lift job. Yeah. I'm sure they look cute, but no, I like it. Second time around. Yeah, I will. Would I go in for a, who knows? A rebound? (laughs) A re-up? A re-up? Inbound? Inbound. I'm not going to try to use the lingo. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, inbound is not like child lingo that's a commonly used phrase but you can you can act like it is it's okay i don't know you learn something new every day exactly i'm gonna bring the mic a little closer because i feel like you're far away oh hi thank you right in the middle of you me and my bulletproof coffee Mm, and i've got my tea yes cheers 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 to us cheers to everybody listening um Speaking of big booties, I was at the gym this morning and I've been doing box jumps. And instead of coming up in between the boxes, so I jump up and then I stay in the pause of the bend mm. and then jump up. Oh, baby. And so if anyone's out there and you're ready to like fast forward that bump and booty, oh that's the way to do it. The box jumps sound scary to me. And I met another mom, ran into her for the second time, and we started talking about unconditioned reconditioning ourselves that. You don't have to go, 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 go all the time. And she was, her and I were both relating on it. It's scary to, to pause. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about Physiological today. Physiological side. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It is so scary to pause because then you're with yourself. Mm-hmm. And we were just, everything is so interconnected. But I was just reading Eileen, um, a piece of a book I'm reading called Homecoming, which is, um, by Thelma Bryan. And it is an incredible book. I couldn't recommend it enough, but she talks about how sometimes people that are struggling with coming home to themselves have this idea of toxic productivity of needing to prove themselves. And it comes from so many places, but something that really resonated with me is this idea of conditional love. And so many of us Mm -hmm. think that we have to do something in order to be loved and we have to look a certain way in order to be loved. And I just want to release that and give us all permission that we all deserve unconditional love for exactly who we are authentically as we are without any frills or anything extra. Mm -hmm. Let's start. Let's take a deep breath there. You are perfectly imperfect the way you are. 
And there is nothing more you have to be or do to prove to the world, to God, to the universe. And to yourself. Yeah, that you are worth your existence, your happiness, your joy, your abundance, your ability to shift mm -hmm. and explore. That's so beautiful. And I'm glad that you had that conversation with your friend at the gym because it's also in the book we read this the saying of to settle in, in the stillness of your spirit. Mm -hmm. And there's something so beautiful about that. And there's a piece of sitting in your pause and being with yourself. And of course, it's uncomfortable and you have to face things about yourself. But little by slow with practice, it becomes a place of peace. You even said it a couple minutes ago when you were talking about Quinna saying she wanted to be with you and you had said to her, I love myself. I am my own best friend. And mm -hmm. that to me was just the personification of a true homecoming that you truly love being home with yourself so much that you are your own best friend, that you can sit and be alone. And that's something for me that I've really always struggled with before my last year, I had a big problem with codependency mm -hmm. and I was never alone and I couldn't bear to do it because you're stuck with the thoughts. And this past year, the universe is like, bitch, you're gonna be alone yeah. all the time. And it was painful, but I'm so thankful. And now being alone, I don't feel lonely at all. I feel right at home. Oh, it goes so much. So when I was a kid for physical safety and emotional safety, I would always have a friend over. I would surround myself by people. And then when I started doing the inner work, I became a long distance runner and in hindsight, I was trying so desperately to run from myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time in our little apartment in North Attleboro, Massachusetts, I sat on my couch and I remember having, I was almost, I was petrified because I knew it was okay, you are here right now, you are conscious, you are aware, you are sober, you are alert, you are healing, you have enough tools to realize right now you are sitting with self and you're going to let whatever comes up, come up. It's such a, it's a surrender. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to surrender when we feel like we have to control so much to protect ourselves because it does come back to the survival of it's easier to predict things if I can control them. Mm -hmm. But that's such a false belief. That's so we started doing the downloads of the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share the one that came through this morning for me. And will you explain to people that don't know what a download is? If yes. You don't mind? Yes. I actually wrote this oh, down okay. the like two weeks ago um, to put in a meditation. So people will be able to listen to this in a meditation. But a download is so let's see. Intuitive downloads are messages or a feeling or words of encouragement or guidance from divine, from the divine. So you'll feel this um, sometimes as a warm sensation around your body. You'll feel tingling in different parts of your body. You'll say, oh, I have goosebumps. I have chills. Or you'll hear something that comes in a very calm, clear voice that almost sounds like it's your own. And one thing I've been noticing is I, I we see numbers a lot and me and Eileen yes. always see license plates and, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and the numbers are profound and meaningful. But the other day I realized too, that it's the timing of them as well. Like today in the car, when me had been talking about 
having just this positive momentum and fast change, I saw 555 and it was about the numbers, but it was also about the message behind it because for a second I was having a moment of doubt. And then it was like the reminder from the universe, like, nope, like you think that you're not expanding and growing and changing rapidly, but you are. And it was the reminder that signs, you have to interpret them and you learn the language with the universe as you go along and it gets stronger and stronger. And so sometimes it's not just the message, but when you receive the message or who you're thinking about with that message and, and it's all kind of intertwined in this beautiful art and dance that you get to learn throughout. I, I love that so much. And I geek out about it. And when people start to have their own language with source, mm -hmm. and then what's really cool too, talking about like giving it back and being in the collective when I'm thinking about somebody and I'll see a number and of rates, I'll be like, oh, where does that pertain to me? But it's about the person I was just thinking of. Yes. So that too. And I I just got that download to share that because there are um, spiritual entrepreneurs and healers who listen to this and, and it's time to start sharing and speaking your mm -hmm. truth. Yes. I've been thinking about that so much, how there's such a fine line between, you know, protecting things and giving them to the right people and then sharing things and sharing them with the right people. And it's something I'm like, working on but it, it's it's difficult but i i keep leading into the fact that it's like vulnerability is a powerful thing and mm -hmm. we're meant to share we're meant to connect we're meant to use our voice that was the the woman at the gym today the two of us like spark connected we're talking and then it's so funny because you have these deep deep conversations you're on the same wavelength the same level and she goes what's your name again <laughs> like, i love it it's, it's like, like yeah. i know you from a past life yeah. but what's your wait time out what's your name again <laughs> um but i want to read the download of the day Please. so uh, i was in meditation this morning and i heard this and then really cool i wanted a little bit more of a guided meditation so i opened up youtube clicked on joe dispenza and this is what he said and i heard it before he said it when it stops being about abundance and becomes all about change, things will shift. Oh, makes yeah. me cry. Yeah. And that goes so along with what we've been preaching to each other about investing in ourselves mm -hmm. and changing ourselves because nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And it's, it's, I love how, we may be the ones who are talking about it. And so many times when I say things, I'm like, is that for me? Yeah. <laughs> and it always, always is. is. It yeah. always is. Oh yeah. It, that has it's been one of my biggest downloads. And I feel like I've been shifting my, yeah. um, my mindset so much, even like a year ago, what I, I spent my time on is so different in this year, you know? And I realize it's like, that's what has allowed my life to upgrade is because I don't fill time anymore because I'm seeking validation from all these other people because I'm at home with myself. Whereas before, because I was so insecure in myself, I would do what anyone else would do. So I'd go out drinking and I would do this. Mm -hmm. And then in that codependency, I had lost sight of my path. And in coming home to myself and being okay with being alone with myself, I can do change for myself. I'm aware now, I'm hyper aware now to the fact where if I waste time watching trash TV for like more than an hour, I, I, I don't shame myself, but I think to myself like, okay, was that the most productive thing I could do with my time? And then the next day, okay, instead of doing that, like this morning, I listened to a motivational speech instead of watching TV for five minutes. And the entire trajectory of my day is completely different because I started out on that foot and it lit me up and mm -hmm. I just felt so much more prepared. And so it's like the low hanging fruit. You don't need to change everything in a day, but 
little habits, little by slow, like Eileen says. Mm -hmm. I I just keep thinking back to (laughs) when I got sober, I loved watching the show Snapped and it was about women killing people. (laughs) And then I don't know when or how it happened, but there was a day that I was like, this is unbearable. Like, I don't want to be around this. And I saw so many of the men and women coming through the sober house because you know, this is a level it's where people are so willing and going, my life is unmanageable. I I'm surrounded by chaos. Wait, what's the one common denominator? It's me. Yeah. Now I need to learn to step out of it. But it's like, we crave it yes. just like a detox. 100%. We crave this chaos. So what do we do? We watch, you know, violent TV mm-hmm. or we literally, we sit in front of the television to watch people argue with one another. Yeah. Like we don't have enough of it in our own lives. It's crazy. I will never forget the quote. We choose a unfam- We would rather choose a familiar chaos over an unfamiliar peace because the nervous system always goes back to patterns. And you're exactly right. It's like if you are the type of person that enjoys watching true crime and SVU at the end of the night, it's not about shaming yourself, but mm-hmm. it's about asking why does something chaotic that would trigger my nervous system to be stressed relax me? And how can I shift that paradigm and how can i look at myself and just start asking and questioning why and then you can get a little deeper okay why is that mm-hmm. i mean and no dis- no judgment either like my trash tv i love love island it's the dumbest you do fucking show <laughs> ever and i eat that shit up but i now do it in a way where it's like okay on a sunday when i've gotten all my things done it's like an enjoyable thing for an hour but even now I'm yeah you're still to, human of course but i'm even getting to the space now where i'm like okay this doesn't fuel me anymore mm-hmm. and it's like it's but it is like this practice and this isn't to shame anybody like we aren't t- telling you not to rest and relax but it's a, it's about awareness of what we're doing and why we're doing it because all of that gives you valuable information about yourself so that you can continually evolve and progress. And also you're showing that you are proof of shift. We are proof of shift. 100%. And it's good to be aware because I wasn't, it's like, like you said, these people are around chaos all the time. So it's good to be aware of, we can love our friends, but if we have one friend that every time we're with them, we make bad decisions okay, I'm not going to spend time with them for a little while, or I'm going to spend and do something different with my time. You know what I mean? I have a very bold challenge for people. Oh, I saw that little, she yes. just did like a little dance <laughs> in the circle, her shoulders started moving. Uh-huh. Talk to us. This sister. is good. Okay. So what we were talking about having a little spiritual book club. So I think the book that people should pick up is Homecoming by Pima Bryan. PhD homecoming yeah. will in yes. the stories on mindset mayhem. We'll just, um, we'll post a picture of it so you can grab it, but and she's a badass bitch. By yeah. The way. I mean, everything that you read to me, these little excerpts are yeah, on Chef's point, head. but, um, yeah. So take 21 days, take 21 days, tell whoever you need to tell I'm going in. So, you know, you're going to do 21 days of you're not going to go out in the places that you usually go. Everything is going to shift. Where you get your coffee is going to change. Try to mix up your routine for 21 days and try to stick with just the core amount of people. You know, don't call your husband and tell him you can't talk to him for 21 days. You know, sorry, kids. Yeah. But take 21 days and change up your routine and add some of these little self-love and um, 
vibrational rising exercises into your, it was hard to say that vibrational no, rising. I know exercises. exactly what you're saying though. And that's genius. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of also the purging with it because you had oh, met with one of my gosh. friends the other day and she had written me a little note of the things that she's been purging since. Yes. And that triggered me and I went and I purged and I threw away a bunch of shit in my basement and it was so cathartic, but people, you taught me how much objects no matter how big, small, or different you think they may be, they mm -hmm. hold energy and it is so cathartic. And your environment is a reflection and a mirror of your inner world. So clean up your room, stay clean and cleanly when you can, and then get rid of shit in this 21 days. And also another little homework for you is to intentionally take time to reflect and to share your feelings and to be open and honest with yourself, no matter how scary it may be. And to talk about how you feel in certain aspects of your life and to embrace the fact that it's okay to have conflicting feelings and emotions at the same time. Like you can be happy with where you are spiritually and not happy with where you are physically and that's okay. But if you don't know your inner environment, how can you change it? How can you make actionable steps to improving it? We mm -hmm. have to begin with awareness. We have to begin with the self. We have to go within, which is why this 21 days works because you're going to have all this extra time and these moments to be with self. Um, so this is a workbook. I know we've been, we're a lot of talk here. We got a lot of stuff that we're doing. Lauren's going to do the food and feelings journal. We're coming out with um, manifest the unstuck workbook. And then the one right behind that is going to be the 21 days to declutter. And that's what, what Lauren was talking about with a friend who I met with is look at, let's take your clothes, <clears throat> shop your closet, energetically. So in these 21 days of coming back home to yourself, you're reading this book, you're changing up where you get your coffee, maybe your workouts, how long you meditate, what you're eating, what you're drinking, a little bit at a time. We're not trying to eat the whole elephant in one sitting, but you take a piece of clothing, an article of clothing, and you hold it and you ask, first you're feeling what memory comes up when you first hear. And if it is nothing but greatness, trust that the universe will provide and donate it. Get rid of it. If it doesn't make you feel good, I don't care if it's a scrunchie, a pair of socks, or your favorite sweater. If there is a negative energy held on to that. So there's not greatness. I thought you if said there's if there not, is greatness. No, no, sorry, so I was like, if there is not great, gotcha, yeah. The gotcha. only thing you want to feel is positive like energy. Like if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Excuse there me, we, There it is. Yeah. Sorry, yep. Nana. I just had to but get the point it. across. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear that. And I need that lesson because I'm that girl that's like, well, maybe I will wear it in four years. And it's like, no, you haven't worn it in the last four. So let her rip. Yeah. I do this every six months and it drives Jimmy crazy. Oh, she's I like, bet. how can you, you just, you get, and I'm like, I donate the clothes. Yeah. But if something, you know, and some things I've had forever, like the, shirt that I've worn during all three pregnancies, it says love wins on it. And it looks like it says love wine because <laughs> I don't know why, but we look at it where I was like, love wine, love wine, but I've had it. And I remember being ready to pop with all three of my babies. And I, every time I put on that shirt now, I still I love that. makes me happy. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. You got to keep the special stuff. I have my childhood blinky and I still to this day, I'm like, I fucking love that piece of cloth so much. Mm -hmm. And it brings me so much peace. Yeah. I also wanted to talk about the download of the day yesterday. Yes. Um, that was one that I got at work and I just had the most, it was such a beautiful day. And 
I, you know, like, like everybody with their, you know, nine to five, sometimes it gets mundane and you lose sight and nursing is such a blessing and a curse where I feel like there's been times where I'm like, why am I doing it kind of thing? And you question things. And I had this just beautiful moment at work and I didn't think anything of it. And I didn't think that I had any, I mean, I have special connections with people all the time, but to be honest with you, this one woman, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I treated her any differently or that like I was going to have profoundly affected her in the time that I was with her, but I was kind to her and we talked and she was so sweet. And I just remember just simple little things like, can I get you a water, a blanket? And she was like, you are so kind. Like, and she was, she hesitated. And I was like, don't hesitate to say what you'd like. Would you like one? And she was like, I would. And I could tell she needed that permission. And then at the end of the day, when she was leaving, she had something in her hand for me and she held it out and I just saw this silver keychain and I was like is this for me and she started explaining that she does community work in community kitchens and she had somebody give that to her one day and she did it for with her church and it on it it said may you be proud of the work that you do the person you are and the difference that you make and I could cry right now thinking about it and I just remember this overwhelming sense of it just being the most profound download and that the universe needed to remind me that because me and you have big plans and we're creating heaven on earth and it's daunting and it's scary, but it was just the most beautiful reminder because a couple of years ago, even though I was a nurse and I was doing good things and kind things for people, I was not proud of who I was, of where I was and the work I was doing. Mm. And now I am so fucking proud of myself mm -hmm. and the person that I am and the work that I'm doing and the difference that we are going to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm so certain of that in my core. And I almost feel bad a little bit because I know so many people aren't there yet, but let that, if it makes you uncomfortable or upsets you, light you up and to do what we were talking about, to go within and to get there because everyone, everyone has their purpose and we all deserve to feel proud of ourselves. And it was just the most beautiful encounter and this woman just touched my heart in the most beautiful mm -hmm. ways and I had said to her like I'm gonna give it to somebody else I'm gonna pay it back like I'm going to share this this is going to ripple through someone this is going to land with someone mm -hmm. and so I asked her the name of the food pantry and I'm collecting food with people at work and I'm gonna bring it there and I, I pray I, I find her so that I can reach out to her because you know HIPAA I, I can't through my work and whatnot but I would love to be her pen pal and uh, mm. and to be friends with this woman and I had told you that like I wanted to pay it forward by giving someone else the keychain and then I felt selfish because I was like I don't want to give away this keychain because this was my download yeah. this was for me and then it was this beautiful lesson of it's not selfish to want to keep something for yourself if it fuels you and every day now when I look at my keys I get that little tinge of be proud of yourself be proud of yeah. what you do and I feel like that's such a great reminder and I know that that download was for me but it was for the collective and it was Mm -hmm. the most beautiful timing, the most beautiful gift. And it just also made me so proud to be a nurse, so proud to be where I was. And also a great reminder that I'm meant to be there and I'm on my bridge and I'm getting to where I need to be, but I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now. Yep. And these are the downloads. This is another way. This is the guidance that comes from source and the divine. Yeah. And you are giving it away in the most beautiful and abundant abundant way instead of just handing one person like yeah. you had said about sh who do you share this with and you know that that fine line between putting ourselves out there and also not forcing mm. you know anything on somebody like people willingly come and listen to this podcast yeah. and people are going to receive that thank you i, I needed that reminder as I am i right that. now this is this is what this is all about and i want to 
really go back to when you're exploring, when you're sitting with yourself, when you're going, what does light me up? Where do I want to go? It can be so daunting. It can be so daunting. And I know this for a fact. It is so scary to sit and be alone with your own thoughts because everything comes up. But if we continue to Okay, you can te- you can exchange the word I used abundance that when it stops being about abundance and becomes all about change things will shift. When it stops being about the size of your clothes and it becomes about change things will shift. When it stops being about how well your children behave, if it stops being about how comfortable you are around other people, but it becomes about the change, that's when things shift. So what we kind of want to do here is not focus so much on what the outcome is, but on what small, quiet, grounded steps can I take today? And hey, I, I always talk about seven minutes of meditation. I'm not saying sit in a dark room alone. Like, Put on something, put on a meditation in the background, color, draw, write, give yourself seven minutes mm. to start this because you're not going to know what it is that you, what lights you up if you don't start exploring. But it is a very real feeling that it can be daunting. Yeah. And the beautiful thing though is like you were explaining when it's all about the external, mm-hmm. it's easy for it to be daunting because someone can come in and pull that away right. from you. But when it's about change, it's internal. Mm-hmm. No one can take it from you. So when life gets tumultuous, when shit hits the fan, you have these tools, you come back to yourself. Nothing can change that. You are un- the unmoving object. Nothing can perturb you at that point. And that is the beauty of it. And I think so many of us, like the codependency, the need for love. It's all this, this external, I need people to be proud of me. I need to work hard. I need to have this job. All of those things can get ripped away from you. What cannot get ripped away from you is your relationship with yourself. Mm, Amen. That's what, that's what, I mean, we all felt a shift in one way or another during COVID. I call it the great pause because that was the universe going, will you stop? Yeah. Will you just slow the F down? Mm-hmm. And now so many women randomly at the gym. I'm I'm learning to trust myself. I'm learning to come into my feminine more. I'm learning to receive. Like these are the conversations. And if you're listening, you are a part of this. And this is your permission. This is your download that it's time to quiet the mind and, and go within a little bit. And it's okay. Be fierce. You are fierce. You are so fierce. You have been through some of the hardest days in your life and you can do this. The scariest thing sometimes can be to sit alone with our own thoughts and ourselves, but you've done harder things. This, believe it or not, is the fun part. And it only gets easier. It gets so good. Literally. Oh, just... Gets so good. All right. So 21 days. So we got to get that workbook out too. Cause yep. we're done. <laughs> After we're done recording this, we've got a lot of work to do and, uh, and we're, but if you're looking to, to do something different, if you don't want to go out partying with the old friends, come be bold, be, you know, come afraid, come to our vision board night. We've got uh, a few spots left. It's yeah. Friday two two from six to nine mocktails, vision boards, sound baths, just the best group of people you could possibly know. Food. We've got some good food. We've got gluten-free options. There'll be a vegan option. Just come hang out, burning ceremony, meet these new women. Be a part of this community. 
we want to meet you and we want you to have a safe space to say what it is. I mean, you were talking about part of their homework is to speak out loud what it is that they're dealing with or to say their feelings out loud. So what better place than in a room <laughs> full of strangers who you're never, you may see again, and some of them may become your best friends, but sometimes it's easier to say things to people that you don't know and you're yeah. supported. 100%. It's freeing. Oh, I have my Akashic tarot deck here. This is the one that I pull from daily. So everybody take a deep breath. Wiggle those toes. And just know you're exactly where you're meant to be right now. Hmm. <clears throat> the Oracle of Delphi. This is a major arcana and it's number one. And so one, we know, I mean, lots of people, popular angel number one, one, one. One is a divine connection between you and source. This is the energetic and the physical connection that you have. This is also the number of for downloads where if you have a um, energetic two cord connected to, you know, not if you do, everybody does. And so this is where you get these downloads through your um, crown chakra. So this is about becoming the muse of your own life to start going out there and trying new things and trying different things and incorporating different habits and being okay with change because it's going to spark that creativity mm. and it's going to give you the the tools you need yes be a main character mm -hmm. be the main character i want to pull one more yeah wow the, the cards feel i can feel the energy of the cards shifting because they're usually it's me, they're for me. So when they just, the, really, the energy of the cards just picked up, oh, oh we're, it's for a collective <laughs> right now. And I could feel it go, whoosh. that was weird. I could see it in your face. I was wondering what Yeah, when I was about. picking it, I'm like, what is this? What is going on? Oh, that's that's what's going on. I got you. Oh, and this is good too. So this is <clears throat> the Sands of Time, the Six of Scrolls. Okay, there's work to do, but you are not running out of time. This is divine timing. It's a guy, he's rolling up his sleeves. Scroll is that divine wisdom that you have within. Your Akashic records are, it is not only this meat suit, this lifetime. You have so much innate wisdom. You have lived so many lifetimes where you have learned so many lessons. It's time to sit with self. Remember those lessons and bring them forth in this lifetime. Woo, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. That was great. Be kind to yourself. We love you. You are so supportive. And we will talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave us a five-star review, download, like, share with your friends. And if you want more, you can find us on Instagram at MindsetMayhem333. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Talk to you soon. Love your BFFs.